0: are listening to the Heartland Author Podcast. I am Aaron Apollo Camp. For this episode, I had the opportunity to interview Carolyn Fernandez. Carolyn, who is from Canada, is the author of many children's and middle grade books, including books in the Asha and Baz and the Adventures of Gramasaurus series. I'm here with Carolyn Fernandez, who is a children's and middle grade book author from Canada. Carolyn, welcome to the Heartland Author Podcast.
1: Hi, Aaron. It's nice to hear from you today.
0: Uh, Feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners.
1: Thanks. Um, My name is Carolyn. I live in Toronto, Ontario, which is, in fact, yes, in Canada. Um, I'm the author of... Oh, about 15 children's books i write uh, picture books uh, chapter books and i have a new middle grade novel coming out next year
0: without spoiling too much about your books uh how many have you written and what are some of your more notable ones about
1: oh great question um so as i said i think there's about Fifteen right now and counting Um, my biggest book series uh, is Asha and Baz, which is a chapter book series. It highlights women in STEM and real-life women in history who have made amazing discoveries, overcome challenges, and do not quite have the the time in the history books that that they really deserve. Um, Book three of this series just came out in September and I just finished writing book six uh, this week, so yeah, it's uh, it's got a good a good long series for chapter book readers. Who- are like grades one to three or if they're readers who are having some difficulty reading for the high low middle grade audience I think as well might enjoy these books because they're pretty high action um and you can read the series independently each book is a standalone but because it's the same characters in the books um Asha and Baz are two kids who in class get a class challenge and they use a stick that they found on the playground which happens to be a magic stick which time travel them back in time to meet a woman in STEM who has made an, an amazing discovery relating to that class activity. So, in the first book, they met Mary Sherman Morgan, who was a, a an American rocket scientist. In book two, they met Hedy Lamar, who was, of course, a very famous actor and inventor. And in book three, they go back in time and they meet Elizabeth Friedman, who was a World War II codebreaker. Um, and so, I think that. This series is kind of like the meat to my dinner sort of thing. It it has uh, it, it's taken a lot of time and it has a lot of a lot of attention these days.
0: Uh, now, uh, for some of our listeners who may have never heard of the acronym STEM before, that's an acronym meaning science, technology, engineering, and mathematics.
1: Correct, correct, and it's really popular. There are STEM classes in schools these days, and uh, also a lot of uh, school libraries, and public libraries uh, frequently feature STEM books. Because science, technology, engineering and math is um, it's a really interesting category for kids to read because it's you know studies have shown that if kids get early uh, introduction to these subjects, they become lifelong enjoyers of those subjects as well.
0: Now uh, did Commandeer Press, which is uh, a company, I think I've interviewed like one or two other authors from that that uh, publishing company did they publish all or some of your books
1: oh yeah yes i believe you have i i think you have had uh christian marion who did the lucy and d series from commandeer press i believe uh that colleague has interviewed with you before um Commandeer Press has published all of the Asha and Baz books and has also published... What uh, two, uh, I have a, I have a, a picture book series with them called The Adventures of Gramasaurus. Um, and that so far is a three-book series, also with Commandeer Press. Also with Commandeer Press, Stop Reading This Book, which is a really fun picture book. Um, and above that, I also have published with dc canada education publishing a picture book with them and my middle grade will be with dcb cormorant which is also a canadian publishing company now, so i'm canadian canadian publishers all around so far
0: <laughs> now uh, if some or all of your books contain illustrations uh who did the illustration work
1: Oh, uh, you know, all, all of them did, actually, do, did, actually. Um, for the Ash and Baz series, I am working with the very talented Dharmali Patel who um, who, dr- who illustrates the chapter books. Um, for the picture books, I have worked with Shannon O'Toole for the Grandma Series series and also for Stop Reading This Book and for the hide and seek picture book i have worked with erin mercer and it's interesting because with each book or book series working with the illustrators we have um, different ways in which we collaborate some are very hands-off on my part where uh, where the the illustrator has just gone away gone ahead and done their own drawing in you know hide and seek the picture book um, with Shannon O'Toole for the Gramasaurus series um, she gets the text and we kind of collaborate a little bit back and forth but with the Asha and Baz series because it is so based in true historical facts that um, I give Dharmali a, a kind of timeline with um, with Examples of you know what Elizabeth Friedman looked like, what her house looked like, what uh, the code that she was working on looked like, because those books are have a creative aspect to it, but they are deeply, deeply well rooted in American history as well. So we want to ensure that they are correct.
0: Now, when you talk about community over competition in book publishing. What do you mean by that? Because I saw that as a suggested uh, topic for an interview on, on your Podmatch page. I figured I'd ask a question about that.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, well, I find that, especially children's publishing, um, it's, it's competitive because everybody wants to get the book deal, but at the same time, we need to lift each other up when the books come out sort of thing. And really you don't need to think of your fellow creators as competition so much as colleagues and when you have a knowledge, something to share, to promote a book. If you see somebody else with their book coming out, or if they have a manuscript question, I think we are stronger as a community to lift each other, lift each other up, and support each other in our endeavors. Because it is such a small industry, um, and it and it's tough. The small independent publishers uh, have tighter. Um, tighter budgets compared to the big the big five publishers and so every help that you can give an author or an illustrator in helping to promote their book or in helping to give them a connection to somebody in the industry or you know to to cheer on their event I think it uh, what you what you put out it also comes back to you, and it's kind of being a good community member, um, which I think I think it's important for all, even established and emerging kid lit creators. You need to help each other out as much as you can.
0: Now, uh, this is uh, your opinion. Can anyone write a children's book?
1: Oh, um, okay. My opinion is anybody who can write a children's book if they want to self-publish because it's just as easy as having you know a printer a computer and you know you can print it yourself I think if you want to have a traditionally published book I I don't think just anybody can do that Um, there is you know writing has an amazing creative component to it and you could be the best researcher if you happen to like to do historical books like I do Um, but you do need to have an education of sorts in how to craft a manuscript and how to write a pitch letter and how to write an elevator pitch and what your hook is going to be and, um, and how to sell your book to a traditional publisher. So I think my advice to anybody who wants to write a book is write the book that you want to write. But when it comes to publishing the book, you need to decide whether, if you want to self-publish, then that's, that's fantastic and it goes out to friends and family and you should be very proud of, you know, the thing that you create. If you want to be traditionally published, then you need to do a lot of homework into the industry, into the publishers that you are um, submitting to. You need to acquaint yourself with their catalogs. You need to uh, check out com- you know, competitive titles because if you want to write a book on teacups and there's already a book on teacups that's come out this year, publishers are not going to be as likely to publish it. So. Um, long answer to your short question, no. Not everybody can publish a traditionally published book, but anybody can write a book that they want to put their heart into.
0: I would argue that even if an author goes the self-publishing route with children's books, not everyone's really cut out to write for children. Uh, for example, I would not be someone who isn't really cut out to write uh children's literature because I've never liked being around small children except when I was one
1: <laughs> right right well and and there's also you can you any writer can write anything but is that going to sell um not every book is sellable um and I've certainly seen a lot of you know a a lot of manuscripts that you know need a professional editor's eyes and they need a book cover designer and um, so, if self-publishing could be really if you truly just want to write a story for friends and family. Yes, you can, but you're right, not everybody can write for children and not everybody knows what the different genres are because children's publishing sounds like a great big umbrella, but it really is like picture books, non-fiction, fiction, middle grade, chapter books graphic novels uh i said middle grade young adult then there's new adult like there's a whole bunch of subcategories high low middle grade that fall into it and if you're just you need to know what your word count is going to be like a middle grade book is not a picture book the word counts are different the topics are different the type of vocabulary is different um so that goes back into if you want to be traditionally published and if you want to have a sellable book yes you absolutely have to do your homework not everybody can do that
0: what are some of the latest trends in children's book publishing that weren't trends or weren't even around a decade or more ago
1: oh definitely uh, graphic novels i think they are picking up a whole new group of readers that are more visual Um, especially with the pandemic a lot of a lot of kids are a little bit behind in their reading levels because of the the school me- of schools school time that was missed, and I think graphic novels are and especially boys as well um, are picking up a visual reader. And some people think that middle grade uh, that um, graphic novels aren't reading. I disagree. I think that reading is reading, and if a kid is holding a book, that is reading, and you don't need to dissect it more than that. Um, but there are books that have. Um, Kenneth Oppel wrote a book called Silverwing, and it was it's you know a million collar, a million copy bestseller here in Canada, um, and it's a, a middle grade novel. It just came out with a graphic novel, and it's it's twentieth anniversary after the first book was published. So that whole series is going to get a second generation life because of the middle grade aspect that uh, is now coming out. Or not middle grade. Pardon me. Um, the graphic novel part of it so um i think graphic novels definitely a new trend and i think it's a trend that's going to stay and stick
0: for my final question as it's fall in the northern hemisphere when this interview is being recorded what children's activities do you recommend in the fall months
1: oh uh that's it's all pumpkin carving and stuff up here. Um, co- going out, doing hikes, doing, see, going out and seeing the, the change of colors. We, up here in Toronto, have great uh, foliage changes up here. So um, going for hikes. And then, of course, you can like take those colorful leaves home and make some great art to stick on the fridge.
0: Carolyn, you were an amazing guest for this podcast, and I thank you for appearing on the Heartland Author Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for your time, Aaron. I I really enjoyed it.
0: Carolyn was a wonderful guest to interview, and it's always wonderful to interview authors who have written books published by Commandeer Press. This is Aaron Apollo Camp reminding y'all to write your imagination. Bye for now. You can learn more about me and my book writing projects at CampAaronApollo.Whitsite.com forward slash Author AAC. You can follow me on Facebook at Author AAC and on Instagram at AACScribe. Copyright 2023, Aaron Apollo Camp, all rights reserved. This podcast episode is intended for the private listening of our audience. Any reuse or retransmission of this podcast episode without the express written consent of the podcast host is prohibited, except under fair use guidelines. Royalty-free music and sound effects obtained from HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.zapsplat.com.